Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Stop Hammer Time is backed for this season by Ladbrooks. Hello, Happy New Year, and welcome to Stop Hammer Time. And it's a uh, it's a rejuvenated Stop Hammer Time after a six-game absence since we last were with you. We have played six games, and we will discuss them as if they were one long game in a 720-minute summing up. <laughs> We've had a winter break. We'll treat it as if it was one game and just talk about it continuously as if it ended up 11-9 or whatever the cumulative scores. With me uh, with me for this podcast are Jim Grant. Good Jim, evening. How Hello. are you? Um, well, I, I'm, I'm this season... Stop Hammer Time is brought to you to in know, association with Ladbrokes. I just want to know Sign up and deposit up to £50, and Ladbrokes will put the same amount into your account, giving hang. up to £50 worth of free bets. What? Look for these and other offers at bet.westhampodcast.com. Wow. Okay, well, that, Weird. That, that's, that's how you are, I see. Well, that's, that's well, good. Makes sense to that's me. Good. Happy New Year, Jim. Hello, Happy, Happy New, New Year, Year to, to you. Also joining us, uh, we've got a tremendous team for this first... It's a good uh, lineup. We've assembled yeah. a fantastic uh, lineup for this. Um, the best, the best blog currently about West Ham United in existence is, as we know, the H-List. We also like uh, the uh, Don of the Hammers, uh, Wagner and West Ham very much. That's a good Very combo. much. We used to love, we used to love uh, Is Sate Your Daddy? More of which soon. Because that sort of comes under a blog. It's not really a blog because it was a pictorial, it was a pictorial visual. Oh, it, had, it had blog elements. Yeah, art, blog elements. No, art, art blog. blog. Yeah, no, completely yeah. art yeah, blog. Yeah, I'm, art going, blog. I'm going to stick up for Andy Pepper Who's, this? Who's okay. this guy, Jim? <laughs> Who's this guy? <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll announce this guy later. Yeah. It is, of course, James Cairns. Hi, Phil. Author, of, author of the H-List. Have a new year, James. And to you, Phil. Have you got, a, have you got an incongruous announcement to make if I ask you how you are? <laughs> um, other than to say, I'm exhausted. I didn't get a winter break. Oh, no. To continue writing, so you must blog. Won't someone like think the of shark, the bloggers? Yeah. Like the shark has to keep moving. You must keep blogging, or you die. Yeah. Yes. Though yeah. you didn't blog the Newcastle game, which I think comes under the remit of the six games we have not so far. That is true. Yeah, I decided to spend Christmas Eve with my family, <laughs> of course, yeah, yes. rather than um, chained to a computer. Yeah, but I'll, I'll do better next year and abandon them. Also joining us, and it's great to have him back. Is uh, is a man whose name loomed large in my childhood. Jim and I, Jim, Jim, we were slightly too young for the original first wave of punk. Uh, we too, too young to go to the gigs. The, the immediate wave afterwards, we were at gigs, I'd say, three or four times a day. <laughs> three or four <laughs> at times. At least. It's no exaggeration. Um, we went to a few. I subscribe to the belief that, that genuine punk only really lasted about 100 days, uh, from, from, from the punk rock festival at the 100 Club to the Bill Grundy interview. And then every group that came after that was a sort sort of pale imitation of the original punk. Which means there are only really a couple of real punk bands. The Sex Pistols and The Clash. This is where uh, the name of our guest began to 
enter into my consciousness. I remember my friend Malcolm having a copy of Penny Smith's excellent sort of photojournalism book, uh, The Clash Before and After, in which this man was pictured. And uh, I was going, who's this guy? He seems to be within the organisation. Public Enemy, as we know, changed uh, the nature of descriptions of band members from simply bass player, drummer, to they had like dancers that were called the security of the first world. Uh, The bloke that did the scratching was called the minister for education. Cosmo Vinyl, who is our guest this week, was in a way director of communications for the Clash. I believe was that your was that your general? Um, it's Cosmo I Vinyl. Don't re- I don't remember anyone saying it quite so politely, but um, no. <laughs> I'll, I'll take that now. Many I'll take ep- that now. Many it's epithets, good to be back. Many epithets directed at you. It is, exactly. of course, Cosmo Vinyl, uh, whose association with uh, one of the earliest albums I bought was Stiff Life Stiffs, uh, which is heralded by uh, an old-fashioned musical-style Barker announcement of the live album you're about to listen to from Cosmo Vinyl and then The Clash live at Shea Stadium is compared uh, uh, by Cosmo. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm guilty, guilty as charged on both of those. Yes, yeah. That's really the span of my recording career there, <laughs> the, really. You do, the, uh, you do the bit from Taxi Driver on Red Angel Dragnet on Combat Rock. Gu- oh, right, guilty for that one as well, I guess. Um, there are actually a couple of docs I saw recently on Sky, some people Sky Side. Uh, not Don Letts' excellent West Way to the World. There was another one, um, uh, Rebel Truce. Then there was another one uh, that had a lot of uh, Clash Mark II with those three other blokes in it. Um, Co- Nicky Thingy, Vince Thingy and Pete Thingy in it, which was sort of interesting covering that area. Were you still involved? I was involved during that area. In that e- last... Area. Yeah. Area. Area. God, <laughs> blimey. Yeah. People are listening and thinking, what an old gig. It's an area that Eagles area, live in. Era. Yeah. Era. I'm just getting focused here. Yes, no, I was, I was around for that. And there's actually a chap in the, in the USA who's writing very serious... V- viewpoint on 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 that particular it's, period of of the clash's history but um yeah no i, I i'm guilty as charged of all those things yes and and much more i'm sure I'm yes su- i'm sure there are more charges to be made yeah it was much uh, much later that i even knew that uh cosmo you supported west ham and then we, when we made contact with you you were doing the uh is satiety and if there are any clash fans listening out here sandinista album cover if you look carefully at the first reissue on cd or not reissue but the first seed because it came out before cds mm. the Triple person album. that did the artwork forgot to take out the graffiti on the wall behind the group and if you look at it carefully enough it does say west ham brilliant on the wall excellent behind them and i can remember very clearly Mr. Mick Jones yes. of Queen's Park Rangers saying, would have better airbrush that out the photo or I ain't <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah. doing it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's got to be airbrushed out. That can't be there. He's like, I'm not going to have a bit of yeah. photograph of West Ham written on the wall. So, um, so there. Is Mick, Mick must be the only one that was into football. No, I wouldn't, like say, was, was, I wouldn't was say that, 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 that he was the only one, but I would say he was probably the most. Yes, because he goes, doesn't he? He's a regular offender yeah, yeah. at yeah, yeah. Queen's QPR. Park Rangers. He's, yeah. Whatever, he's got a bus pass, whatever it is that you yeah. use to get he's in there. He's got a bus pass anyway. 
<laughs> Who hasn't? Only no, me. Yeah. <laughs> I live in New York. I've still got to pay. It's yeah. not cheap. Yeah, got your transfers, didn't you, on the subway? No, no, I mean here. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, Everyone yeah, else yeah. I seem to know yeah, is all yeah. like wandering in with their... Yeah, yeah. With their yeah. get-out-of-jail-free cards. Yeah, yeah. And me, I'm paying. But, yeah. um, no, Mick would be the most yeah. football-minded. Um, Strummer was a Chelsea supporter. Was he? And Paul Simnon was... To frame this correctly, he was, in fact, a Jimmy Greaves supporter that was much offended as a child um, or a young man and uh, gave up on right. football. Right. He saved all his money to buy this big Jimmy Greaves poster, which he eventually got and stuck on his wall. And according to him, about two weeks later, <clears throat> Jimmy Greaves was sold to West Ham. Right, right. Betrayal. Betrayal. Betrayal, yeah. wasted money. And really, he was a visionary because he saw the writing on the wall. Yeah, yeah. This is all going to be about money, it's not rage. about football. Yeah. They're going to move these blokes around. And um, Paul's rage fueled the clash, essentially. His rage... Uh, 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 well, his I, I would say, yeah, you know, yeah. it certainly got him out of football. Yeah, yeah. Although, speaking of punk rock bass players... Um, Wobble used to go at Wobble used to go to West Ham to see Jimmy Greaves as a Tottenham supporter and claims that there was a there was a two or three of them. Wow. They liked him so much that they would they, they, they would go to they would go to Upton Park sometimes and watch him play just to see him play. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. John yeah, Wardle, isn't it? John Jar Wobble. John Wardle's his real name, I think. Yeah, okay, yeah, I, I know there were three Johns. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There were three the Johns. Three Johns, that's there right. Three yeah, Johns, yeah. yes. John Beverly. John, John Lydon. Right. And, and John Ward. So that's, that's, yeah, that's yeah, they that's, made that's the, the other names the three for themselves. Yeah, yes, right. the three Johns. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Anyway. Anyway. Should we discuss some football? Football. Yes. Oh. Okay, mm. so we've played six times since Christmas. Uh, why don't we open with the game that we just saw and then we might go and back. work our way back we've played six mm. times since christmas yeah uh no uh, no, no 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 since we lasted uh, the podcast lasted, one of these. lasted um, the podcast i was going to say because yeah. otherwise i've kind of missed a few games yeah, yeah. yeah. i'll right. run through them it was uh the the caribou cup uh away at arsenal mm. uh, then it was newcastle then it was bournemouth then it was west brom then it was spurs then it was shrewsbury shrewsbury not a not a bad haul out of those games really not too you bad. know uh um but uh, I mean, there's no point talking about that Arsenal game. Not really. I mean, that was well, a non-event. That was the most non-event of a football well, match I've uh, seen in a long time. Better off Cosmo tell a couple more stories because it would be way more interesting <laughs> yeah, than that at game. At the time, uh, Jim, you said uh, it was because you and I went to it. It was a question of which team wanted it least. <laughs> yes, it really was. <laughs> it, really it was. They were almost embarrassed that they scored, weren't they? It yeah. was like a, they kind of apologised for scoring. Yes, well, it was the, the, the chattiest uh, it was goal. Like, oh, yeah, it just kind of bumbled. I must in, admit, I was staring know. at the laptop screen and I was wondering if, how you two were doing. I was wondering yeah. there. Oh, they're there you. and uh, it was. This cannot be. You yeah, know, I hope somebody's got some good jokes. No, it was, uh, yes, it was. it was a real. It was a yeah. It was you. You kind of basically just uh, chalked it off, didn't you? you yeah, went to it, yeah, was, yes, yeah. I witnessed we went that. There. I yeah. witnessed that game. Yeah. Uh, and then I went away. But yeah. why not? Else. Why not win it if you're going to lose the next one? You see, I was comfortably well, sitting there going, "Well, if we beat Newcastle, yes, once I again, won't, you know, I the justification worry. is that in theory that we're prioritising the, the yeah. league. But actually, there was no evidence of that in the game against Newcastle. Really, that's that's what no, I mean. No, yeah. It was yeah. like so much for that team. Absolutely, uh, Allardyce was the absolute king of uh, making squad rotation look like a bad idea rather than a good one. He every time he rotated, we got. 
more beaten well, than if that, we just played. It was the humiliation them. away at Forest yes. in the FA Cup, wasn't, in it, order wasn't to it? Uh, Even more humiliating than Arsenal's humiliation recently. And um, five nil, which I it was five nil, yeah. wasn't yeah. it? You know, and he played the the kids. You know, and said, and they said "Well, there you are." Did any of them yeah, survive? Yeah. Did um, any of those kids survive, or are no. they all s- s- no, currently Riz, under Riz therapy? Riz They're still up there, living, Burke, living yeah. in other countries under other yeah, names. Yeah, I assume. Yeah. No, I think a lot of them simply didn't come yeah. back from Nottingham. They now live in. They live in Nottingham under a flyover. They act in Shane Meadows films or something like that, right? And that was ostensibly because of the League Cup semi-final, which I think was was six nil. Murder and went to a replay. How many goals can Manchester City be bothered to score? Right? Yeah. Let's find out. But we went to an away game at Arsenal, Jim, where Sam rested some players, and we came away beat five one. Yeah, having gone ahead. Yes, with a Jack Collison goal. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And and he had some players on the bench that he could have brought on to capitalise on going ahead. He didn't bring them on. They banged in about three to go four one up. Then he brought them on. So it's like literally the most disastrous way of rotating a team. You could imagine the most comprehensively bad way to rotate a team is to play play the players you're resting anyway once you're 4-1 down it's extraordinary he did it at Chelsea a couple of years in his last year you know that season that we were flying high and we were like third in the league on Boxing Day and he dropped well rested Sacco and Song and a couple of others and we lost 2-0 but he did that because we were playing Arsenal at home yes. two days later and I think we lost that one 3-1 yes. as well yes we did and then yes. he won two games or something I, for the I rest think of the season it yeah. never works for us no, no no it never works for us right we're going to lose this game and win the next one and it's like no we're going to lose this game and lose the next one I think it started to be a thing that like big teams did sort of in you know when money started to come in sort of in the to late 90s or something because they had a lot of players to keep happy and then managers of sort of shit teams went well if, if, if Real Madrid are doing that I mean they're brilliant we'll start doing that as well and uh, and you know you just put the guys out to win the next game and just see what absolutely happens. especially yeah. cup matches because uh, you know f- your fans thrive on on cup yeah. matches it's our only you know, it's the only outside possibility of winning anything in a season, isn't it? So yeah. uh, fans want teams to have a go in cup. It was, I don't, it might actually, you know, put out a weak side, but that, that side should at least have the motivation to try and win mm, the game, mm, which mm. really... Which, which begs the question, I, I'm sure it's discussed much for anyone listening who doesn't realise, I live in New York, so I do not get all the, all the whispers and murmurs no. that one would get if one was in London. But um, it begs the question, well, that's like, because what's no one, the point No one in New York can whisper. <laughs> no, no one in New York can whisper. To. No, no. Not no. To. <laughs> not I'm walking here! Exactly. I'm walking! So... What's the point of the League Cup if you're not going to try and win it? Absolutely. Well, yeah, that's a big. That's becoming a big issue. Isn't and, it? and I think it is the issue, where, especially when you look at that Arsenal game. It's like, it's like they didn't try to win it. So, so what is all this about? Do you know? Mm. I mean, the big teams probably don't want it anyway. Anyway, no. right? Well, they're already sort of getting it out of the way quicker, aren't they? They're, it's almost. It like strikes me that they take it, they take it seriously from the semi final on. It seems to me, yes. the big yeah. teams. If you get in semi final, all right, there's something to be won here. 
you know, in case I don't win anything else, I mm-hmm. can dangle this as a booby prize. They were all suspiciously kept apart in the quarterfinal, well, then draw, I, which happened, which, which didn't a, happen a, live, rather yeah. odd mm-hmm. circumstance. Now, well, this is what I was going to say that really echoed around a soccer community as small as it is, but ever expanding in New York. Was that? Hang on a minute. The draw was made in China. Yeah. Nobody got to see them make it, and the four big teams drew the four little teams. And we're just going to be told. And I, I, we were all wondering, is this a sign of things to come? Are we being told something here? Hmm. Should we be re- reading between the lines? And my feeling is that, as someone who likes to read between the lines, mm-hmm. that, um, but if that's the way it's going to be, we ain't going to win it anyway. No. No. Well, you know, that's what I mean, if, they, if they're going to literally, like, purchase this competition and then tell us what the draw is... And we're not in any way going to be involved or monitor it. Then how on earth are we going to? Yeah, yeah. How, how are we going to proceed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jim, what do you think the future of the League Cup is? If you have an iPhone, what? And you are listening to this podcast. Check out our new iPhone app. What? You can listen to this episode and previous ones, download them seamlessly, and automatically listen offline. Get the latest news about the team from the nation's experts and official videos from the club and less official places too. The Stop Hammer Time app is free at app.westhampodcast.com. Jim, that's really not the question. iPhone, is that, is, that, is that related to iRoy? Yes, iRoy, the Jamaican toaster. Toaster, yeah, yeah, I I think it probably is. Probably his company, right? Probably. We'll be discussing 70s dub reggae after this (laughs) message. Stop Hammer Time is backed for this season by Ladbrokes. Welcome back. Uh, during the break, we were discussing Augustus Pablo, uh, King Tubby, and uh, the Mad Professor. King Tubby, wasn't that Brian Deer? <laughs> <laughs> Brian Deer. <laughs> uh, he made a deep... He was Roots. Roots Hall. Strictly um, Roots. Yeah. I, I liked Brian Deer. I had a... I had a Strange affection for Brian Deere. Phil Jupiter's man. lives and near he, he Brian And he seemed Deere. to have a strange... Legend has it, I would overhear as a lad, he had a strange affection for the uh, public bar in the bowling pub. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, is he one of the gang of six in the, in the Blackpool... Um, oh, was he? Uh, is he in the question, gang of six? Because it's six players, isn't it? The, the, the Blackpool drinking, the drinking uh, debacle. Session. Yes. Well, I think, wasn't Clyde Best just Clyde dragged Best, along He was that? dragged along. He yes. was dragged along. No, yes. We would not have a word. By no. the way, um, props to, uh, is it Portland Timberwolves? He's a legend there. He is a bigger star in their culture, then he Clyde Best is in ours. Right. Mm, Although mm. I suspect it's why, going back to dub reggae, yeah. I, I suspect it's why Linton Quasi Johnson is a West Ham fan. Could easily be. Could easily be. I think Clyde might be the answer. Uh, I think that's, that's, that's sort of true of a lot of kind of black kids who grew up in the 70s, because we had Addie Coker and Clyde Best. Uh, so, so Chris Agabusi, that's, that's kind of his story. He, he, uh, he was fostered as a Bernardo's boy and lived in sort of Edmonton, which would kind of put him in Spurs territory. But he and his brother supported uh, West Ham because they had Clyde Best and Addie Coker. Yeah, and, uh, I, I yeah. can imagine, because we had... To- Johnny Charles before that. Yes. Yeah, we did. Yes. And when I was, was a, a wee lad, when I was a lad, it was um, John Charles and Albert Johansson, I think, at Leeds. They were the only two black players, in, 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 certainly in the first division. Mm. Gil Scott Heron's dad played for Celtic. 
Sure, well, indeed. Scotland once wore a pink shirt and had a black manager. Not manager, captain, sorry. Not manager, right. captain. Yeah. Progressive. Progressive football in the past. <laughs> well done, everyone. Good, good conversation. Good conversation. So, so then we played Newcastle. Newcastle. Uh, after that Arsenal game. And that was a sort of, you know, I mean, I sort of thought that, that if we'd been winning a normal number of games and drawing a number, you know, and losing, you'd have just written that off because it felt like two fairly equal teams. Uh, we want to be better than three teams in the league. And it was slightly worrying that we weren't at home palpably better than Newcastle United. But it was a sort of comedy of errors, wasn't it? Their first goal was a very shit pass, you know, across their kind of 18-yard yeah, box a, that, yes. that Arnautovic, but, who we should discuss, you know, we probably discussed him in... Yeah, just, but I mean, he, know, the way he took it, it, yeah, it was, it's very characteristic, yeah, yeah. The, way he's, the way he's oozing confidence and yeah, yeah. swagger at the moment, yes. isn't he? Yeah. He is looking right. fantastic. He, yeah. he, uh, um, yeah, you just thought, oh, he's going to score that. It was a, it's, it's a long time since we've had a player where, on a, in a yeah. one-on-one situation, yeah. you put your money on the He's much more difficult than it looked as well. Yeah. That yeah. wasn't yeah, an easy yeah, finish. Yeah, yeah. And he he's got quite a bit of that. Yeah. Uh, already has had a few of those where he's adjusted his position inside the box to just create the right angle and someone who had the patience to do that we haven't seen for a long time no. you know mm. there's a lot of just blazing over no. with your first shot and, yes. um, um, Carlton and Cole and a one on one yeah. was never was never a <laughs> bless his Carlton yeah, shots bless him bless yeah. him bless yeah. him Carlton yeah. but he really is looking like the real deal he's sort and, and of and to me Carlton, to yeah. me who's you know, watching all this stuff mostly mm. on the laptop screen, the, the New York City TV coverage has gone right down the chute. Right. And um, for, for West Ham anyway, I think it might right. be all right for c- certain teams we've mm. heard of. Right. Yeah. But not not yeah. for the people. No, right. not the people's football team. No. and um, But to me, he also looks like, you know, he's somebody that can hang on to the ball in the sense well, that absolutely. he's a decent size. And, you know, he's, he can, he's, he's, he's muscular. He's very physical. Because, you know, yeah. some of the other players Looks, that do sometimes get forward are we lads and they seem to get knocked yeah. off, you know? Against West Brom, the, you know, a couple of times the ball comes in and he just gives, uh, you know, the, 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 the other team member that's close to him just that little shove to give himself that couple of feet to control the ball then he's on his way just that you know that little bit of you know just upper body strength to just make sure that he's got the ball before he decides what he's going to do with it next it's quite interesting that Moyes is playing him in a two though because when he signed him he signed him as a wide player yeah well I don't know because I didn't see him enough to stoke but I didn't think he was a striker in a natural sense because they bought Hernandez and this is where the summer was such a joke because mm-hmm. Hernandez can't play on his own up front, no. as we saw at um, well Shrewsbury, Spurs, yeah. take your pick, you know. Yeah, yeah. But um, so so you have to play Hernandez with somebody else, which means you have to play Antonio and Arnautovic wide, mm-hmm. where actually they're not as effective and they don't not defend. Not at all. Not at all. So I think all. what Moyes has done is he, he quite noticeably put Arnautovic and Antonio up front as a two, yeah, and said don't worry about defending, and they basically been at the forefront of us having a bit of a turnaround. And yeah. That well, well, when, actually, himself. when he, um, when there was a change against Spurs, which meant, uh, sorry, against West Brom, which meant that Arnautovic had to play on the wing. He actually worked very hard going up and down and uh, was very good in a kind of defending capacity, really sort of tracked back. He reminds me of... Um, you know, the one year Hartson was really kind of on fire. He's kind of uh, strong, 
quicker than you'd imagine with very very good feet um i think he's a real i mean i think he could yeah. you know no i think i think that that tactical change that you him. mentioned james has, has been has been crucial and it's, mm. unfortunately now they're both they're both they're both injured uh, um, that's very so there's yeah. no pace i mean that you know you he, he, i think he worked out the fact you're going to have to particularly with a you know against the uh uh, the top clubs, you're going to have to sit deep and and defend effectively. But then you've got to have a threat on the break. Yes, you've got to have right. pace. So he instantly looked around, and said, "Who are the quick blokes? You know, mm. Masuaku, um, Antonio, and, and Altovic. Yep. You're going to be my. I'm yeah, going to build I'll my, attack, my counter-attacking yeah, yeah, yeah. game around those three players. And it's been reasonably effective. Um, so yeah, effective I don't know about Stoke. this uh, on, on out of itch yeah. injury because he didn't he didn't actually limp off in that West Brom no, game. No, but, but it's a hamstring injury, isn't it? It's so, it is a hamstring? I think so. Well, they say apparently that he's got tight hamstrings on right. the on the cusp of right. pulling. I don't which know. means yeah. go any second, which means gone. Mm, it's it's mm. a terrible thing, tight hamstrings. Terrible. <laughs> not as bad as tight cars. No, not as bad as tight. The blight Or tight, tight owners. The blight, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> if you've got a pick, you know? <laughs> One thing, because we are going to talk about uh, the second half of the West Brom game, uh, Andy Carroll's finest hour, um, probably in 2017. Um, against Newcastle, Antonio limped off after an hour. And with Sacco and Hernandez on the bench, we brought Carroll on. And I thought... What we were doing was actually fine. We were sort of, we were really toe-to-toe with Newcastle. It was like, you know, a couple of accidents caused goals to be scored against us. We were all sort of, it was like well, a whole sh- game we, of We struggled ups. defensively on, on, on Zabaleta's side. I mean, both, both, Did both there, bit, yes. there, was the, there was the sort of free kick that, that uh, possibly Adrian should have should done. Should have done. It didn't look like, um, we were, I mean, but, if I remember correctly, they go two up. Yeah. Uh, I was no, we went we went we, one, we we went went one, one nil, nil up. up. Well, and they went see, to, I've forgotten yeah. that already. And they equalised with the free kick. But, but they could have been. They scored then. two goals down our down Zavaleta's side. That's right. right. One thing that did happen. One thing that did happen for us, I thought, was that when Carroll came on, we switched to a new set of tactics and began banging it long. Yeah. And what I what frustrated me was, I thought we don't need to do that. It's it's half an hour to go. It's not like a kind of panicky sort yeah. of hail mary yeah. bang it long uh, and and we were getting no change out of doing that at all there was uh, a fair bit of the game when i scored there was a fair bit of the game to go wasn't there about yeah, 20 20 minutes, 25 yeah. Minutes yeah. 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 yeah so you're absolutely right it yeah, wasn't no we need didn't to, need to do that no, just, and that was just, a bit worrying yeah, and i think yeah. that that sort of um uh because because you know we'll come to it but the first half against west brom was not good uh and you know, yeah, you can be kind. You can be yeah. kind and say that. Carol, uh, you know, it's not it's not him being kind of implicitly bad in his own right and disastrous. It's just that the tactic that, that comes with him doesn't really work for us. No, and we are a bit betwixt and between sometimes because if, well, if you talk about the West Brom game specifically, mm. he scored two really good goals. Yeah. But like, what have you done for me lately? The rest of the time was anonymous. Yes. But, the, but the problem is that I think he changes the way that we play yeah. Yeah, yeah. in so much as sometimes we try and play our normal, in inverted commas, way, which is passing and quick movement and all that, which you can't do with Carroll, I don't think, because he's, he's quite often too deep. But then we don't play long effectively. No. And that's no, the no. thing that I think is frustrating, because if we had a game plan for just smashing it long, getting Hernandez and other players around him, 
I don't think any of us would enjoy necessarily watching it, but I think we'd be more it successful. Would be effective, yeah, but yeah. we're caught between two stools of doing that, and we don't do either of them very well. No, that's right. When he plays, and I'm kind of I agree with you. I'm not sure. I think it's his fault. No, no. But God, we're awful to watch. When I he's mean, playing. sometimes you know I'm watching and like the ball's going down to no one. Do you, yeah. do you know what I mean? So, right, yeah. so he can win the ball in the air, or he can knock it if he's not won it. Maybe that's but not we don't, the correct. We, I mean, we don't always just do it when he's in the team. We were doing it against Shrewsbury, for God's sake, with with, <laughs> yeah. with, with Chicharito <laughs> onto the top of Hernandez's head for yeah, him to win a header. Pointless, and, 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 pointless. Point but who's? I mean, what is expected of that? Do you, I mean, the, Andy Carroll's going to knock it down a long yeah. way, or yeah, yeah. he's going to knock right. it down and trap it? I mean, what? The, We've said, no, I've said a couple of times on this podcast, if, if he wins a header, which is essentially a 50-50 ball, w- what happens next is another 50-50 ball. Because you know, basically the fact that he has headed it before their central defender is irrelevant if what it produces is then another Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's the long, hopeful punt that he has to run and try and get a flick on. If you, if you, if you work the ball forward a bit and play 20, 25-yard passes to his chest, he is good with his back yes. to goal and he has got decent feet. And, you know, we were doing a bit more of that in the second half against West Brom. I, I think a little bit harsh on him. I think he did a little bit more than just score the two goals second half. I thought he played well uh, in the second half against West Brom. No, um, whatever, other people, whatever was said... other people into the game. Yeah, I... Yeah, I, I, to be honest, I didn't think we played very well generally, no, actually, no, against no, him, no. so maybe I'm, I'm lumping him in with it. But, I mean, you're right, he's much better when, we, when he gets further up the pitch, as you saw when he scored the first goal. I mean, the first goal was brilliant. Yeah. I mean, it's just absolutely textbook centre-forward play, a brilliant cross. It, from the minute it left Chris Wells' foot... It was poor foot, defensively from their point of view, because they, 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 they both allowed him a run on it. That's right, yeah, they yeah, couldn't yeah. get up off the yeah, floor. That, and yeah. also, they couldn't foul him, which they yeah. did a lot of during that game. But, well, but he did... Yeah. He did and, he did his bit of the deal. Oh, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. That's the, that's the, yeah. But that's the difference yeah. with, you know, people were sort of taking the two goals he scored in the West Brom game as a kind of cue to play him every every game. You say, that's how effective he is. His, his uh, knockdowns. And, and you go, that's not a knockdown. It's a goal. And yeah. he had a run at it. It's yeah. not a... That's, yeah. That won't happen. He's not going to... Well, that's head. not a typical goal He's for not him gonna anymore. Head. He doesn't score. No, no, that's right. He's not going to head a, a long punt from Adrian into the other team's goal no. because football doesn't work that no, way. Absolutely, you know. And and in a sense, that that sort of another um, indictment of the kind of sort of lack of balance in the team that Moyes has inherited is that if he played sort of four four two with a couple of sort of wingers under front two of Andy Carroll and, you know, uh, Hernandez, uh, you might get some change out of it. But we don't have any flying wingers. Well, we Chicharito, he only scores in the box, right? Yeah. Yes. That's it. He yeah. only scores in the box. You've got, you got to get the ball to him in the box. If you don't get the ball in the box... You don't scale. You've got to have no, a way of right. working the ball to the box so that you've got players around, players around yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I think the, the biggest issue that has, has emerged over this sort of recent period is is the issue is is midfield, and it's 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 mid, it's midfield in two different ways. One, we don't we don't screen the defence well enough, and that's been a problem for a long time. Yes. And I hope we I hope we, that we are prioritising getting a decent. Uh, holding midfielder, good good breaker up of moves and distributor of the ball in as a priority in the transfer window. But the other pro- the other the other problem, as we saw at Shrewsbury, was 
without a Noble, without a Lanzini, there's no ball players there. There's no, nobody. No. There's nobody who can. None at you know, all. Uh, yeah. Chianti these days takes half an hour to get control of the ball. Um, mm. uh, Obiang's it's got. It's got He's so inconsistent, blows hot and cold, does great things from time mm. to time. But generally speaking, it's not a oh, he's not a footballer in terms of you know getting yeah. getting on the ball and picking passes and get playing. They don't play with their head up; they they're headless chickens. They well, run one, around, it's, it's flying into really tackles. Incredibly, you know, I, I don't want to sound around like always come over here to just be down on everybody, but. Sometimes I'm watching from afar and I'm like, this is basic shit. Yeah, man. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. Like, we are not yes. going to. I think it was like in the first half against Newcastle, I said to my son, I said, like, well, we can't pass the ball to each other. No. So you can't expect us to win. No, no, no. no. This is the Premiership. If no. you're a team, it's like, well, do you think the team that can't pass can beat the team that can? It's like the team that can't pass can't beat anybody. No, no, it's it's strange, isn't it? And it's sometimes one, you're watching it and you're feeling like, this is like, do they all pass well in practice and well, not in a game? What thing, happens? I mean, well, yes. someone like Chicharito, he's an international, he's played 100 games for Mexico, he's scored 49 goals, he play, you know, he's, he's, a quali- he's, he's played for top teams in the in the world. And he, he just couldn't hit a properly weighted pass no, on no, Shrewsbury. No. It's extraordinary. No, there are a couple under hitting of, every pass. There, there, there'd be a runner, say, uh, say Masuaku. Things. I think there were a couple of times where you know there was Masuaku. Well, yeah. I can remember one with Masuaku where you know he's making a run on the outside. He's clear in space, and uh, Hernandez just underhits it yeah. so that Masuaku's got to break his stride coming. So he just gives the defender. A second more to get in I the mean, right, I'm, I'm not one of these statistician type good people because obviously, you know, the mojo takes place between the statistics. Mm. But we give the ball away so much or we lose the possession so much. Yes. Our figures must be very high compared to most other teams. Well, against Shrewsbury, you, you, that's where you would hope that a kind of your central midfield pairing of Obiang and uh, Kuyati are kind of you know, premiership top fight players and class should sort of, you know, class will out. And it absolutely didn't. Their midfield was better than our midfield. Those two didn't really know how to play. But also they sort of, we, we were like... We were like the underdogs. Not only were we the eight, were we the away team, but we played like the away team. Everything our midfield did, principally Kayati and Obiang, was react to what they were doing. We weren't seizing the initiative at all. Those guys, I mean, they barely created well, Czech has anything. Not been, of late, Czech has not been pulling his weight. And, no, no. And I, it's just I think, not. Is, I, I think don't know he's what's injured. Wrong with I mean, I, I, the one thing you, I would yeah, say... I think, I, do, I, think, I think Kiate is injured... And I would say you that in, right, in yeah. defence of Kiate and Obiang, they played three games in six days. Mm, I, yes. I cannot believe that Moyes started so many of, of the team who'd played against West Brom and Spurs. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, we were saying before, Phil, yeah, that uh, Spurs game was so physically demanding. Yes. You know, 94 minutes of defending. Yeah. You know, 31 shots against two or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, Obiang Kiate playing in central midfield, running the whole game. I thought Kiate played really well at Spurs, actually, but right. he's been in decline completely, yeah. I think, for about a year. But yeah. I thought he did well there. But I, I think he's injured. And, you know, players like Reed, right. Reed to me looks like he's suffering from cumulative injuries. He's mm-hmm. always getting injured and he's always out. And that to me is probably just years of being, yeah. having sort of hamstring having type injuries. injuries. Yeah, yeah. And it, all of this sort of to me highlights the, the, the part, you know, paucity of, of quality in the squad. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what we were able to bring in or not able to bring in against Shrewsbury. 
with sort of competent midfield players. No, that's right. We, we yeah. got Cullen from a loan spell. Although, can I just, just chime in to, 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 to lift it a little bit? I'm liking Rice. Yeah, yes. no, he's I'm liking Rice. Yeah, yeah. No. he's yeah. starting to play with a little bit. He went on that run. Was it against West Brom that he it went was, on that yeah, run yeah, down yeah, the left? Yeah. And that seemed to be a bit of a turning point, really, because he 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 he's much more confident on the ball. Shrewsbury mm-hmm. brought the ball forward out out of defence yeah, a lot, yeah. didn't he? And looked yeah. brilliant, confident on the well, ball and good at Spurs. Yeah. He really was really that's, good that's, at Spurs yeah. in a slightly different role in the sense that and against yeah. just defending in a sense. Yeah, yes, he is someone we defended brilliantly against Spurs. It does have to be does have to be said and and. Well, we uh, we're slightly jumping around the game, we are at the a bit, moment, but yeah. the Spurs game. I mean, um, uh, you know, two two issues that have come uh, out of uh, James Your H List blog, sort of off the back of the match reports, was one of the ones was Carol was was the fact that the, those two the two goals against West Brom slightly mask a problem to do with with our approach when he's playing because we do a lot of banging it long mm. as you say Jim we we do it when he's not playing but uh, mm. um, but you've got to also accept that, mm. that a certain amount of what shall we say over excitement frenzy whatever I mean the last goal against West yeah. Brom in that time frame was well, I mean I was in Paris yeah. and we were screaming oh yeah to talk about that game I mean it, it was that's the sort of game of football that you take someone to to say this is what football can be like. It was, you know, it yeah. was great. The sort of it uh, could not have been sweeter. No, no, yeah. the, it was the, a superb finish. When the, it was you know, when the equaliser, yeah. when the equaliser went in, you know, we'd already been playing better in the second half, and you thought, oh, we're gonna, then it looked like we were going to kind of escape with a draw, and you go, well, you know, that's okay. And then when four minutes went up, you sort of thought. Oh, I think we can win, you know, and uh, and we did, and uh, you know. Arnautovic did great. Uh, the build-up play was great. Yeah. The cross was great. And uh, Carroll sort of got in on a tight angle and put it in. You know, that's the narrative of the best film in the world. That's why, you well, know, people go... Well, he does have and, this, on occasion, doesn't he? He does have this Tarzanian quality. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he is. I mean, yeah. on Satra, I would, I would refer to him as Tarzan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and, and there's yeah. the yin and yang of that. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Tarzan is not like the man for every kind of job is no and i mean you know it's so binary with with players now that 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 if you you know on social media that if you sort of criticize them in any way it must mean you hate them and uh i think some people because of sometimes how we play carol's getting no service on his own up front with a five-person midfield so what he does is go and look for the ball so he kind of joins in with the midfield and because he's not a bad ball player he's got he's got some chops uh people go he has a he has a great game you know he's really good but we don't need six midfielders we we need someone up front we need to find a way to play that utilizes him as a striker not a sort of sixth midfielder in a five-man midfield Moyes uh, obviously wants people to run the channels right physical yeah mobile strikers who can, yes, who we can run got, and get we haven't got a yeah. strike force he wants exactly no. and Hernandez and Carroll don't fit that mold the one no, who does no. best is Sacco but obviously he's um he's probably going to persona non grata yeah, you know yeah. and is out of the picture but it was a, it was a great game. I mean you know we, we were we were you know jumping up and down the cr- when that last goal went in it was, oh, it was great it was, you know? it was glorious and the yeah. goals absolutely you know, glorious and because the two goals had been good as well you know the the mm. the, the header to 
bring us equal and then the, then the, the winner were both great goals in a, you know, uh, it had a brilliant narrative to it. I yeah. mean, the following morning, I had that kind of stunned feeling like, you know, like, was that a dream sequence? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or did like Andy Carroll... Like yeah, yeah, scoring yeah. that fantastic goal in the dying moment. But we've know? sort of, you know, we 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 when we got those four points out of Chelsea and uh, Arsenal, we were like, okay, well, the real job starts now. We really need four points from the next two games, and we didn't get those, but we did get three points from those yeah, games because yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. beat West Brom. So then we're kind of going, oh well, you know, now we've got to get, you know, we've 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 got to uh, do a little better afterwards, and uh, you know, we got a point against Spurs. And, Anything uh, from was Spurs right, to me you know. is manner. Yeah. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Absolutely. It's, it's oh, and, and, and the nature. I mean, I, I, I was so desperate for us to hang on. I mean, the nature of the. I mean, the goal was just yes. light. And, I mean, and again, um, you know, uh, one thing you talked about, uh, James, uh, uh, sort of as an offshoot of the kind of report of the the the, the game was the concept of bus parking and parking the bus. It's like I don't I don't particularly like parking the bus and f- I I made the mistake of for the first time in years looking at the uh, the opposition's view bit on uh, Knees Up Mother Brown <laughs> yes, and yeah. of course the Spurs fans are furious part of the bus this part of the bus that but it seems the most churlish accusation of parking the bus is to make it against a team that went up in the game and were in the lead prevented you from equalising which you're supposed to do that you know and and, uh, and you only managed to salvage a point with a goal six minutes from time. You know, well, you could call that parking the bus, but I call it going up in the game by scoring a goal so that you're now losing. Yeah. <laughs> so if you there were Tottenham yeah. fans at Rook's Drift, it would have been like, well, we're not going to park the bus, <laughs> yeah, 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 are we? Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah, get out in the field yeah. and run after yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. yes, exactly. I mean, you know, the Alamo, right? Yeah. Parked the bus. Putting on the pressure as Tottenham yeah. like to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Well, I, I mean, you, it, it, I, I, Stalingrad, they parked the bus, yeah. didn't they, the Russians? Yeah. Parked the bloody yeah. bus. You know, I agree that, that's that, not war. that you know, uh, holy sort of defensive performances are are not a spectacle. But it's not a great example because we went up in that game. Well, what were you doing if you weren't scoring goals? I well, think well I, we were. We scored. Well, one, but I know. think if you play that defensively and then you score that greater goal, yeah, yeah. I think it's yeah. absolutely fine. Yeah, I mean, we were without the the sort of the you know, the, the pace of some of the players going forward that, that had meant that we'd, we'd, we'd played obviously similarly against Manchester City mm. but actually broke quite well against Manchester City with the a first bit of half, pace. we were much better yeah, than yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, but in this you know having got one well nil up Kiyate had a header at the back post it was at the other end it could, us, have, it could yeah. have been the winner I, I, mm-hmm. it looked like quite a good chance from uh, probably the it, c- it most clear cut chance it, either side created it, in the game and the IU game you know, the, uh, the, yeah. I, the IU and Kiyate chance depending on how much you Faith you put in things like yeah. expected goals, but were the two highest yeah. chances mm. of anybody Absolutely. scoring in yeah. the game? And, and you can talk about you know thirty-one shots on goal, but most of them were speculative yeah. punts from yeah. outside yeah. the Berwick yeah. no, because they've been frustrated and they got good defence. They couldn't get into to get it off. They couldn't find. And Noble was great, and we have to you know I'm not sure we really talked much about him recently, but he has come back into the team and 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 been fantastic. No, I mean been a leader and gets on the ball he's got a little bit of composure 
and, and you know, looks up, and plays go- with his head up, is a West Ham player. Well, you know, when we, bought, know, uh, when we bought Kevin Nolan in, in uh, the 11-12 season and we still had Scott Parker, we, we thought, you know, Noble's not going to get in the side now. You know, we thought, is this the death knell for Mark Noble? Uh, and that's five years ago. <laughs> Uh, five, yeah, six years ago. and, and, and all, every time you sort of write him off and, and early this season he wasn't good but then the team wasn't playing well uh, he was also possibly uh, had suffered from the same kind of uh, fitness suction machine that, <laughs> yeah. that uh, yeah. Slavin Bilic had sort of yeah. acted I think you're right I think he yeah. was absolutely. you know yeah. and, and um, uh, it did seem on paper but based on what we had seen that of them previously that your favourite pairing would be Kuyati uh, Obiang you know and the Noble yeah. would find it hard Possibly to get with Lanzini in front of yeah. them a lot but, of people but, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm but sure they've been dreadful together yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. That's right. but, but Noble yeah. points out what we were discussing earlier those basic lacks that having him in there doing that head up passing yeah. the ball to the person Basics. it's meant to yeah. go to yes. brings us well, yeah. You know, we suddenly we'll come alive. I mean, I think yes. in the early part of the season, his 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 passing, which used to be a good strength in his game, had gone awry as well. He was like under hitting, over hitting, bashing against people's legs. But I think when um, he sort of came back into the team, and you saw it very clearly in the West Brom game, he didn't try ambitious passes. He just kept it simple to someone he knew it was going to get to and Made just big got yeah. us, you know, yeah. playing with a little bit of confidence again. That Wasn't we could it Bill Shankly who said all you've got to do is pass the ball to a bloke wearing the same colour shirt yeah, you're yeah. wearing? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's yeah. that's the game. <laughs> that's right. And and uh, those uh, other blokes do have to do a bit of moving around. Well, that's to yeah, yeah, well, find them, yeah. Wrong, as Ron Greenwood, <laughs> yeah. as Ron Greenwood discovered. So um, we, uh, we haven't mentioned Bournemouth, have we? We haven't talked about Bournemouth. No, 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 we, we haven't. Uh, Did much happen in that game? Well, we. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it worth it? <laughs> we got very wet after we the got game. Very wet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the uh, and. Uh, and after West Brom, it's really, really I got wet, very something. wet. Yeah. Um, I think three games in a row. Yeah, I got yeah. very wet after the Spurs after game Spurs, as well. Yeah, yeah. Like you get some kind of signs. authentic I feel like, kind of bonding like, with the players. Though. You're yeah, like yeah, out there yeah. in the rain. I felt you're like the, Eric Morecambe in that, that sort of yeah. singing in the rain singing sketch. Singing in the rain sketch with uh, buckets yeah. of water. Yeah. Not, like Billy, not like Billy Bonds. No, you didn't feel like drenched socks, scarred, bearded and like unbeatable. No, Eric Morecambe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there well, there shouldn't be a hose pipe ban this year. No, we've God. had enough water over the last. Was, yeah. It's extraordinary. Yeah. But um, but yeah, the West Brom. We had we won that, it would have been a bit of fortune because I don't think we were better than them. Well, Bournemouth. Oh, Bournemouth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. sort of two fairly bad teams. Uh, yeah, but it was an entertaining. It was an entertaining know. game. It was Arnautovic a good game. Was very good, and Arnautovic was great. Yeah, I mean, again, yeah. you know, bothering to put the keeper under pressure, yeah, force yeah. the error. Yeah. And well, took that. That that was a, that was the kind of chance that people messed yes. up. Yes, oh it? god, yeah. Cotton Cole. Yeah, 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 and, and from the armchair, though, as you're saying that, and, and and speaking of keepers, I mean, my opinion is that you know, having having Sam Miguel back, Adrian back in mm. the oh yes in yeah. the post, yeah, yeah. it's just that alone, yeah, has. Served as well. Yeah, well, rejuvenated of, the yeah, defence, yeah, I think, yeah. as well. Yeah, Old Bonner and Cresswell. It somehow yeah. has has no, he's uh, brought something to it yeah. more than you I know. Agree. I I I have always felt that they're really. Or when Joe Hart arrived, I was thinking that there probably isn't much in these guys. No, you know, absolutely. I don't know Joe Hart as well as I know. 
but you know the gloves off game over penalty yeah, yeah. will live for me to a minute. Absolutely, yeah. it was the best Absolutely. thing Absolutely. since Tevis's keep us up goal for yeah. me. Yeah, and so you know, and he's ours. He yes. belongs to West Ham. Yeah, that's right. He yes. doesn't belong to Manchester. No, City. he was really poorly treated. And um, and I think that he's, he's not only you know he's Adrian, so we know mm-hmm. the faults and and the benefits. But he's he's a good stopper, yeah. and I don't think that Joe Hart would have stopped all the goals. No, no. That he has. No. I really don't think no. so. No, Heart, I think he's... Hart's a vanity signing for yeah, Sullivan. Yeah. And yes. a very expensive one, actually. Taking yes. up a huge amount of wage space. Yeah, yeah. That could be spent elsewhere. I heard a rumour that Newcastle might come for him? Or is that just... I, I don't know, but he, he obviously needs game time for the World yeah, Cup. Yes, so I think that, I, I think that would so, work. If we could get him off the wage bill, that'd be great. Yeah. Uh, well, we that, get, that's what I'm, I was hoping. Because we might that be able to get would, someone really good on loan. we might be able to yes. get somebody on loan yeah, because yeah. Cause he's on a few quid, right? Yeah, yeah. Massive amount oh, of money. I imagine yeah, so, yeah. 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 Mm. yeah. Um, but it's sort of, but it, it was, you know, the, two fairly poor teams playing each other, uh, the Bournemouth game. But yes, mm. certainly those decisions were extraordinary. That the, for the referee to overrule the linesman, both on offside and handball, was kind of extraordinary. I know, well, I, know I don't the think the linesman flagged for offside. No, I, I, think, for I, think he, I think he, it was, it was the handball. Yeah, yeah. And therefore, uh, that there's a concern. If he'd flat for offside, yeah. there wouldn't have been the consultation. I think the referee would just accept. Oh, see, I thought it was the decision. other way around. I thought he yeah. flayed for offside and madly went over and said, I don't think he touched it, therefore yeah. he's not interfering. And and Wilson was saying, I didn't touch it, I didn't touch it. And yeah. then he said, OK, fine, awarded the goal. Within 10 seconds later, the stadium announced the, said the goal was scored by Wilson. Yeah, that's you know? right. Yeah. But to me, that's the only logical way he could have given it. Otherwise, he's literally just said to his linesman, he didn't handball it. No, which well, is, I think the lines are saying. I I thought the lines were saying. I think I think he might have, might, that might have gone off. And his he just hand. overruled him. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. That would be extraordinary, wouldn't it? But but it was yeah. a sort of extraordinary. You know, two reasons to chalk it off, and uh, they ignored, just ignored. A lot, lot of referees would have would have would have red carded. Um, yes. What's his name? Francis. Going yeah, in yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no it, I mean, I think the consensus. Was my own view is that is that. If you're if, if you're if you're looking to try and play the ball or whatever, then maybe you know. James, your freeze but, frame picture in the blog. Yeah, he's he's literally looking at Kiyati yeah. and kicking him in uh, the head. Yeah, well, it's just like yeah. well, I know. It's yeah. I know that you know. Basically, his line of vision is now from looking at the ball, which was in the air, and the ball is now lower. Has moved forward, but it's literally a freeze frame photo of a man looking at another man and kicking him in the well, face. Well, in the instant <laughs> when you saw it live, it yeah. it was shocking, wasn't it? Yes, it, it was. Yeah, because I mean, he goes oh over like. God, he's he's got a, you just, you just absolutely, yeah. I, just, absolutely. I was incre- and, and this he is made sending the, off. I he, mean, it's like assault. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he made yeah. the decision too quickly. He, he kind of mm-hmm. decided, I think, immediately he was going to give a yellow. Yes, he had the yellow out of his pocket very quickly. He did, yeah. and really, yeah. he should have yeah. just walk over and speak to the linesman or something and yeah, give it a minute. Because yeah. Yeah. looking back on it, it looks absolutely, it looks even worse, doesn't it, when you yeah, watch it back? It does, and it's yeah. just, it's I mean, I've got room something. for some shaving foam. I think there's have a room for some handcuffs as well. And when it's that. It's like red card yeah. your knit. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. You cannot go around kicking people in the head. No, well, it's, I mean, that, that, you know, we had, uh, we were on the end of that when uh, Carlton Cole was sent off for, uh, you know, high foot uh, against Everton. And yeah, uh, right. he really was watching the ball. You know, the ball was coming over from, from you know, a great height. Carlton Cole is tall and he's taking a kind of full-blooded swing at the ball the other guy goes in for it with his head and yeah. that happens yeah. um uh 
Oh, like the Josh, mm. the Josh Cullen one where he lost his teeth. I mean, yeah. he's he's dipping. He's a short guy. Yeah. And he's dipping his head, and yeah. the guys legitimately trying to kick the kick the ball. You know, I think um, it's say six foot four. And yeah, exactly. in the face. Yeah, exactly. you know I mean, yeah. I, I, mean yeah. I don't. Uh, you know, I sort of things that are unfortunate and they're an accident. I sort of don't think that someone should, should sort of be punished for them, but they are. And that, you know, if Colton Cole is sent off, for them, I mean, I don't think he should have been sent off. I think some of those things are just unfortunate and they should just, yeah. you know, have a restart. I don't think you should even book the guy, well, really. the one thing but, you're not uh, going to get in Premiership refereeing, from my point of view, is consistency. I know it's what no, we all crave. No, no. But it seems to me the one thing we no. don't really get. Yes, no. that genuinely... You know, it's not... It's not the same for everyone, and it's not the same for every referee. They've all got their own, I would almost say, agendas. And I don't mean, oh, mm. they're all out to get us. But, I mean, this guy lets this go, this guy doesn't, this guy, this guy doesn't. I'm going to let it go for a bit, and then I'm going to get really heavy about it. I mean, it's a very... Mm. It, it, it strikes me as a much more abstract affair than we like to think it is. Yes, you know, we're thinking there's a book of rules and this happens and that doesn't. There's quite a lot of randomness in it. And yeah. it seems to me, yeah, it's quite random. Yes, I mean, in some ways that's, you know, if, 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 if the referee's doing the job well, I think in some ways that's an advantage. There's a strength in football about that, really. Because it's occasionally when they bring in these directives. You remember that? I mean, you know, they brought in the professional foul, red card one, and Hackett sent... Um, uh, Gale off in that in that cup semi final. Mm. That was because there'd been a media who ha about professional yeah, fouls, yeah, yeah. you know, and it came in and he was, you know, he right. was he was like, this is the directive I've got to do it, you know, and it's the same thing. If you'd have stopped and thought a little yes, bit about yeah. where, and now mm. they don't do that when the players running away from, you know, the, it has been absorbed into the culture of the game, hasn't it? And and referees do exercise discretion about that. I don't think that's a bad thing, no. provided you can rely on the referees mm. and provided they're accountable. He shouldn't have been, you know, he should have been suspended mm. for a couple of games, shouldn't he? But if, if he was a player, you know, that's what would happen to him, isn't it, for making those kinds of really crucial errors. That said, you know, we got a point yeah. uh, away from home and, yeah. uh, you know, we are sort of putting points on the board uh, very slowly. We've got a, sort of the draw against Bournemouth, the draw against Spurs. We're sort of still very much in the cack, but we are sort of, you know, showing that we can move in the right direction. Um, we'll probably talk a bit more, talking of Josh Cullen losing his teeth. Uh, we'll talk about maybe the Shrewsbury game and look forward, because this is a two-podcast week, so we're going to uh, oh, yeah. regroup, go back to our homes, have a shower, come back and do another one. Uh, and uh, so why don't we wrap this one up, and then we'll talk about Shrewsbury and look forward to Huddersfield at the weekend, and then there's going to be... A cup replay. Cup replay, isn't there, uh, in the next one. So um, uh, my name's Phil Whelans. With me have been uh, Jim Grant, Cheerio. James Cairns, Cosmo Vinyl... Goodbye, folks. Come on, you irons. <laughs> this is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at westhampodcast.com. Stop Hammer Time is backed for this season by Ladbrooks. If you're a large organisation involved in managing, purchasing or making decisions on software licences, you need Livingston. Livingston provides the technology and a large team of experts to help you understand what software is installed on your network, who is using it and whether you purchase the right number of software licences to legally use it. This information can help you make smart business decisions when it comes to renegotiating software licensing agreements with large software publishers like Microsoft, Oracle, IBM and others. And when budgeting for software 
software spend. To reduce the cost and risk of managing your software licenses, speak to Livingston today about our managed services. Over 50 multinationals across the world trust Livingston to manage their software licenses. Visit livingston-tech.com for more information. What's your thoughts on Fulham? Chances are you don't think about them too much, but nice away day by the river, used to have a Michael Jackson statue, and once did quite well under Roy Hodgson. But that's probably about it, because chances are you're not a Fulham fan. However, if you do know someone that supports Fulham, maybe a mate or a colleague at work, please tell them about the Fulhamish podcast that I host every week looking at each Fulham game as it comes and goes, with a nice bit of quirkiness and humour along the way too. You can find Fulhamish at fulhamish.co.uk, and we're also available on all podcast platforms, including iTunes, Acast, and playbackmedia.co.uk. That's Fulhamish, your weekly independent Fulham FC podcast. Sports Social Podcast Network.